On Garbage Time Fantasy Football, we got the Week 14 recap. It's time for Garbage Time. Welcome into Garbage Time Fantasy Football. I am your host, the best host, the only host, the return of the best host, Rob. Joined today by Joe and Ryan. How are you doing tonight, special guest? Ah, not special guest. Special host night. I'm the original one and only. When they let some random person take over the Tonight Show for for a night. (laughs) Some random person. Like, it's not like a celebrity or something. If that's the case, we should just let Sua run this show. He's already been bitching the comments and we didn't start on time again. We would probably start on time. Sua should just be producer. It would probably work out a lot better. (laughs) Yeah, get him in on some of this stuff. All right, boys. Like I said at the beginning, we are going to do the week 14 recap. We had some monster performances, some unexpected performances, and just some good games all around. So, Ron, what do you need to do tonight to F our playoffs up for someone? To what? F the playoffs up for someone. Oh, uh, I need uh, Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup and James Conner to score less than, I believe it's 56 points total. Uh, do you feel confident with this oh, right end being even, out with COVID? No, I don't feel confident at all. <laughs> uh, it has nothing to do with Tyler Higby. I mean, Tyler Higby hasn't been doing anything all year pretty much. Uh, probably one of our biggest busts on this show. You better hope that uh, it's an Odell kind of night. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just uh, hoping that <clears throat> Cardinals defense comes to play. Mm-hmm. Or maybe miraculously someone gets ruled out for COVID before the game. Yeah, let's not do that. Uh, Ryan, are you still feeling good about your Miami Dolphins uh, defense situation? I am, yeah. Um, But I will give Joe some credit. He called it a few weeks ago when he mentioned the Kansas City defense and they're sitting on waivers right now, and holy moly, that would have been a that like that would have been a game winner for someone to pick them up. Yeah, they had a good game in, in most cases. I got I got spanked this week. They wouldn't have helped me, but it's all right. the The host that drives this show is obviously me, and I'm really good at picking defenses. And when we get JJ's apology this week because Jerry Judy did not get 80 yards and a touchdown. I think he'll be more than happy to elaborate on that. So I'm really looking forward to that too. And guys, we promise we will have that apology to you. Probably not tonight, but tomorrow when JJ's live on the show. So that'll be entertaining for all of you. And, and it's worth noting, I'm pretty sure Jerry Judy didn't get 80 yards or a touchdown. Let alone yeah, both. neither one. So. so that should be fairly entertaining. All right. With that being said, let's get into the news. News updates. What do you want me to read the news or some shit? Yes. Ron just uses it as an excuse to like dive into his fucking desk and grab something out of it. He just assumes they're gonna start reading it. I thought I had enough time. 
You you had no time because I threw you for a loop and didn't start did, reading shit. I didn't have any time. He's like, I'm gonna use this moment now. I was trying to get another soda out of my fridge. Oh, I can't wait till you lose an apology bet. All right, so our first Not little bit happen. of yeah, bullshit. Our, our first gonna... little bit of our first little bit of news tonight. Uh, out of Texans training camp, <laughs> it feels like training camp every week there. Uh, they're out of Texans camp. They're saying that Davis Mills, if he plays well for the rest of the season, could potentially earn that starting job for the Texans next season, and they may forego uh, picking a quarterback this upcoming season. What does this mean, guys, for Dynasty and for the Texans franchise going forward, the clown show that it is? If the Texans really plan on doing that, then they are they need to be kicked out of the league, like the whole franchise. Relegated. If, they, if they really don't draft or acquire some sort <clears throat> of QB and they think Davis Mills their future, they just need to be kicked out of the league. That's all no. I have on the subject. Anybody else? Apparently Ryan's got nothing <laughs> on the subject. It's it's just gonna be the Tetsons. Staying the same, where they'll have no fantasy relevant players aside from Brendan Cuts, and now, that's it. Now, do you think that's going to be evident of them believing there's no good quarterbacks in this upcoming draft, or is this potentially just a smokescreen? I mean, there are. I think it's quarterback is slim. I know quarterback is slim in this draft, but but how do you say you're not going to look at a, any? Right. Russell Wilson has talked about being traded. Aaron Rodgers, maybe do something to come to terms with Deshaun Watson, like making a trade to get someone for Deshaun Watson. Like there's to say Davis Mills is a hundred percent your quarterback next year at this point. General Mills is ridiculous. (laughs) I concur with that. And they say this shit every single year where teams are going to go, oh, I'm definitely not going to look at a quarterback. This is a bad class. And then they start getting them into the offseason. They start working them out and stuff. And all of a sudden, you have yeah. four quarterbacks in the first round. You know that shit's going to happen again this year. The quarterbacks are going to get overrated, and they're all going to get drafted in the first round like every damn year. I do believe yeah. this is a little bit less of a class, but yeah. I don't give a shit what anyone says. Uh, there'll there'll be at least screen. two. There'll be two that pop up that'll go two, top. Minimum three. There'll be top five. Yeah, but there'll be two consensus. Every two in the year, top. Two in the top five is a good number. Three in the top ten, I think. Yeah, every year there's like multiple that are like, oh, they should be taken early in the first round. But then you get like the some people that are like, nah, this person doesn't belong there. But there'll be two where everybody is unanimous. Like, oh, these are top of the first round talents. Like. But for everything I've heard so far, and I don't dive deep into this stuff until after the season, um, everything I've heard so far is that there's maybe one this year that's even in consideration for one of the top picks. All right, we've spent enough time on the Texans. And our next little bit of news, Aaron Rodgers is bitching about his foot again. Uh, He claimed that he did something... Uh, bad and had a setback to the fracture in his foot. Is this something we need to monitor, or is he just being a wine baby? I think everything that Aaron Rodgers says has to have quotations around it now. Like, you have to do the air quotes. Like, it's a broken toe, and it's really bad. But is it? His toe's fine. I mean, he did look pretty good on that juke out last night against the Bears, and he did throw for four touchdowns, so... 
I, I don't know what to think of this. Like, I know he's a pro athlete, but if your foot hurts, your foot hurts. He doesn't even limp on the field. Well, I mean, if he can throw for four touchdowns, I believe that Josh Allen's going to look pretty good with turf toe, and that's a little bit of news we can talk about, too. Uh, Josh Allen does have turf toe, but he is expected to play this weekend. Uh, do you believe that Josh Allen has the ability to help fantasy football owners win championships like he did last year, or do you are, are you a little bit concerned about him? <clears throat> I don't think he will single-handedly win you them, but he's a good quarterback to have on a roster to – help you win championships like to make sure you're not getting zero points but that turf toe is something to monitor ryan uh yeah josh so he has a pretty nice matchup against the panthers not sweet but then he does have the patriots the week after that um finishes out the season with the falcons and jets but playoffs will probably be over by the time he gets that nice jets matchup so I'm I'm nervous going into week 16 having Josh Allen up against the Patriots defense. All right, now next little bit of news too. Melvin Gordon suffered a sprained thumb, but it is not expected to give any setbacks for him going forward. Are you guys impressed with that Denver backfield? It seems like both of them are viable going into these last few weeks and could help you win your championships. Oh yeah, both starters definitely. Um, I mean, I think they were number three and number six on the week so far this year or this week. That's correct. Yeah, so, I mean, that just shows the upside. The team itself has to be able to stay somewhat competitive. I know the score, I mean, this week they got up big fast after the halftime. As long as they can stay competitive in games, they're going to run the ball and they're going to use both of these guys. It seems to be the mantra for this team, too, because, I mean, even the wide receivers were absolutely useless in the game. Denver wants to run the ball, as you mentioned, and play good defense. And that's the position they're looking to use to get into the playoffs. So look for that to continue into the fantasy football playoffs over the next few weeks. So I really don't feel good about any of these Denver wide receivers going forward. Are any of these guys viable? Ooh, not this year, but next year when Aaron Rodgers is there. That's a different story. The wide receiver crew. I think I just saw your desk lift up a little bit. Yeah, it did. (laughs) Portland Sutton Sutton was solid before Judy showed up, but since Judy's been there, he's been pretty much a non-factor. I I think Portland Sutton's basically droppable in most leagues at this point. Uh, And some off-season interesting news to Jimmy G and Trey Lance, according to Peter King are in a dead heat for who's going to start for the 49ers next year. According to Peter King, the 49ers have no idea what they're going to do with these two in the offseason. Do you think Jimmy G has secured himself potentially for another year in this offense, or do you think the next five weeks are going to tell what's going to happen with this team going forward? I think – I mean, I know a lot of people think they should have just switched to Trey Lance this year because of all the capital they spent on him. But I'm thinking they're going to stick with Jimmy G the rest of this year. Hope he balls out. He's got easy matchups the rest of the way. Get him in the playoffs and hope that they can trade him to a team like the Texans or something of that nature and hope to actually get something out of Jimmy Garoppolo in the offseason. You know where I think a good fit for Jimmy Garoppolo is, and I can see him being traded there in the offseason, is the Panthers. They're a team that's ready to win and need a veteran quarterback. I really feel like he could be a trade target for them. I think that would be a great fit. Yeah, I like that. That would be a good one. 
Yeah, so I, I think this is more smoke, this report from... I don't believe anything the fucking 49ers beat reporters well, say anyway. They're well, always wrong. True. So I honestly I, believe they're going to go with the veteran this year. They'll build up his stock and then trade him in the offseason to a right. team like the Panthers. Right, so I don't think this is necessarily smoke, but I just <clears> don't think it's a decision that they're really going to have to make come regular season next year. Oh, I think it's smoke. I think it's a report the 49ers put out there because they want it floated out there. They want to drum up interest in Jimmy Garoppolo after the season. Yeah, I don't know. All right, and our next little bit of news, too. Uh, Taylor Henneke ended up hurting his knee, but he's expected to be ready for 15. We'll skate right over that because he doesn't seem to be <clears throat> fantasy relevant going forward unless uh, a bunch of quarterbacks go down with COVID. Kareem Hunt is undergoing an MRI on his knee Monday. Is he done for fantasy football this season? Boys? I mean, he hasn't been doing much since he came back from his last injury, has he? No, he's been pretty no. relevant this uh, this season. Uh, yeah, yeah so he's played two weeks since he came off of injury, and he was uh, – Running back 62. Oh, both games were against Baltimore. Running back 62 and running back 46. So, I don't know. Now, is this going to give any value to <laughs> Dearness Johnson going forward, or is this going to be just volume that straight goes to Nick Chubb because the Browns are contending for playoff spot? Uh, <clears throat> well, in most of those weeks where Cream Hunt wasn't there, Dearness Johnson wasn't anything the only weeks where he was were the two games where Nick Chubb also was gone mm -hmm. so no I don't I mean maybe a, a desperate flex play but okay. the last the last three weeks again one of the the last week he played without Kareem Hunt there he was running back 49 so yeah, so with that, are you looking to handcuff Dearness Johnson to fantasy teams for playoff time if Kareem Hunt does go down? I mean, if uh, Chubb does go down? Uh, if you can, if you have the spot on your deck, if your starting lineup is solid, uh, we are completely done with bye weeks now, right? Yeah, this was Week the last yep. Yeah, if your starting lineup is solid, your whole bench should almost be uh, handcuffs and... Like, you need a second, you know, a good second quarterback. If you have one, keep them. If you don't have a good one and it's just going to be a streaming one anyways, just get rid of them and just start picking up all the viable handcuffs you can. And players Alex, say your opponent's going to want. That's right. another viable like, strategy. Like, I doubt he's out there, but Alexander Madison, you want him. You want mm -hmm. Dearness Johnson because of that role. You want – uh Again, Dowdy's out there, but like Tony Pollard, people that you know, if they get the job, they are going to be winners for a week or more if it's a long injury for the starter. Okay. Um, and some more news too. Brandon Staley says he expects Keenan Allen to play this Thursday <laughs> against the Chiefs. That is a God. monstrous matchup, I think, coming up for Thursday. And I am very excited that that's the first player I'm going to be having play for fantasy playoffs. So I hope look it, on Keenan Allen. I hope that uh he plays as long as I beat Ryan and Dynasty this week. <laughs> <laughs> if not, I kind of hope he doesn't uh, play because I could use Jalen Guyton again in the winner winner league. That, 
That dynasty playoff match is the saddest playoff match I've <laughs> oh, ever it's seen bad. in my life. That's it, it's, it's absolutely pathetic. I've lost what so you guys many are players. doing there. <laughs> like it's so Keenan sad. Allen, Lamar Jackson got injured after getting me one point. If you two could both be eliminated from the playoffs at the same time for underperforming, like I think this oh, is definitely. a situation where it should happen. Oh yeah, we deserve that. Definitely. We, we, like we I literally had that. to start, or I had to start Cortland Sutton. <laughs> it's so bad. If, if one of us wins, the whole league should be mad because <laughs> because <laughs> not only did I leave, lose Ken or uh, Keenan Allen, I also lost uh, Elijah Moore. Antonio Brown is suspended. <laughs> I don't know why I started Cortland Sutton over Marvin Jones. I don't know what I was thinking there. When I saw that, I was like, oh, oh by the way, okay. Rashad Penny's on my bench. <laughs> well, I had run for on my bench. If that makes you feel any better. You said a shitty, shitty I could have put, game. I could have put Guyton up or Sutton as in Rashad Penny right there. That would have worked out. I would have guaranteed myself the win. Instead, yeah. you're going to be sweating it with uh, Kyler Murray tonight. What do I need? Thirty. Uh, what do I need? Twenty-five. You're good. Oh yeah. Done. Yeah, you're, you're Moving good. on. Let's go, yeah. Keenan. All right. And uh, news that'll bring uh, Ron down from Cloud Nine. Daniel Jones was visiting a neck specialist on Monday. What's your thoughts on this, Mister Seymour? Our season's over. Put Jake Fromm in. Let's see what we got. He wants a top five pick. He's good. Yep. <laughs> Dude, no, they're, he's not not wrong. Five, they're not getting a top five pick. With the record we have right now, if we lose out, yes, we will. You're not going to lose out. You're going to win those meaningless games and pick in the top 10 where you're supposed to be, just like every year. I swear to fucking God, Joe. Why do you (laughs) got to put that evil on me? (laughs) All right, moving on. Emmanuel Sanders left the game with a knee injury. Moving on. I don't, we're we're done with that. I just needed to bring you down from your high Yeah, well, now you can talk about Emmanuel Sanders, okay? He left the game with a knee injury. Uh, and I believe he's going to be shaky for week 15. Is this going to increase the value of Cole Beasley this week, who seems to be coming more of a focal point of the Bills offense? Honestly, I think it's a non-issue. Cole or Emmanuel Sanders hasn't done anything in the past seven weeks, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he has been outside of the top 40 for wide receivers Every game but one since week eight. And he's in that one game it was wide receiver thirty one. So he's been he's been so bad that I traded him for Calvin Ridley when he went out, and I'm not even mad. <laughs> like, like I'm still not upset about it. That's a good one. That Would, is, wouldn't it be funny if Calvin Ridley came back this week? Well, that's the thing. Oh man, I can't wait to get Calvin Ridley so low in drafts next year. You're not getting him in oh. our dynasty league. I'm hanging on to him. Oh, you have him? I was thinking I about trying to trade for him. Well, you can send offers might, over, but you're not going to get him for nothing. I might be able to get you for something. Yeah, we'll see. All right, uh, Rashad Penny, two touchdown game. What the hell happened with this? How did he end up having a two touchdown game after he looked so useless like the rest of the running backs in this stable? Didn't he have He's a really good healthy. matchup? Yeah, he did. He, they played the Texans. There you go. So do you have any confidence in him going forward? He's playing the Rams next week. <laughs> well, I mean. I kind of don't. That's a lot harder than the Texans. <laughs> it's the other end of the spectrum. Yeah, He's got I mean, the Rams, the Bears, 
Week 17, he's got the Lions. So if there's still no one else there by week 17, he's got a great matchup there for maybe mm-hmm. if you're in the championship. But if yeah. you have a good uh, pivot option away from Rashad Penny, I would consider doing that for the next two weeks. Yeah. And in PPR leads, he was only targeted once for one yard. Yeah. So really he's not involved in the run in the passing game whatsoever. Yeah, so if they're in a shootout and they get down – they're not going to yeah, use him not. in the passing game. No. So. And, Ron, what happened to Lamar Jackson this week? Oh, God. <laughs> there's a banana peel on the field. He, he, there's was. a banana peel on the field. Uh, he injured his ankle. Luckily, it was not a high ankle sprain. It's just a, your normal everyday ankle sprain, I guess, is how you want to call it. He's day-to-day. Optimism that he's going to play this upcoming week. Still. He is a running quarterback. He's been doing a lot better as a passer this year, minus a four-interception game. Um, But his upside will be capped until his ankle is 100% healed. I would not be shocked if they held him out this week because they can they can handle another loss if they need to. So are you looking to pick up uh, Huntley as a uh, handcuff for him this week? If they're... Two quarterback, if there's no other option and you don't have another option, like I would rather play Huntley over Cam Newton. Brian flat out says no. Obviously, he's got a different opinion. In single quarterback leagues, in single quarterback leagues, it's definitely a no. Yeah, like so I'm thinking single quarterback league. There's better quarterbacks out there. I mean, just looking at our waivers, you have Big Ben, Taysom Hill. Um, even Davis Mills. Like I'd start yeah. Davis Mills over Huntley. I would start all three of those people over Huntley, probably. Who's Taysom Hill playing this week? Is it another bad run defense? Um, he is playing Tampa. <laughs> yeah, I I don't uh, think he's in for a good matchup. The things with rush defenses is though that goes by running back a lot of times. Yeah. Like it goes by fantasy points to running backs. It doesn't necessarily go to fantasy points by quarterbacks well i believe it's going to be this uh, to, week because to exploit to, the buccaneers defense you're going to need to pass the ball which means a lot of screen passes to alvin Kamara. i feel like but anyway it, back to you to, ryan to put it in perspective josh allen rushed for them on 100 yards yeah that's a, good, that's a very good point yeah so and he is viable this week then yeah that's what i mean like but i mean there's also no running back in the bills offense apparently other than josh true allen. right where true. The Saints have Alvin Kamara. I didn't they like not attempt to? Didn't they? Didn't they like not attempt to run for the like whole first half? It was like the third quarter before they attempted a a running back run. I I mean, when my starting running back was I wouldn't either. The very first play that a running back, I believe, touched a ball was on the fake uh, punt, (laughs) and he ended up losing like four yards. They were like, "Bill beat us by only running." We're gonna win by not running. Yeah. At all. Yeah. And they're gonna take a piece of our own medicine. Wait, did they win that? They didn't win that game, right? They ended up. No, they lost that game. I I was so invested in the Cincinnati 49ers game at that point that you you haven't seen the memes where it says just like old times and it shows Bill and Tom Brady shaking hands because they beat the Bills the two weeks in a row. (laughs) 
Yeah, Brady's like 33-3 and three against the Bills or something obnoxious like that. It's ridiculous. That he is wild. Owns, he owns that city. All right, do you guys have any other news you want to go over before we get into the games? Nope. Um, Austin Eckler, they're saying, uh, oh. I don't know, they're, try- they're trying to be optimistic, but they do have a Thursday night game this week. So if you have Eckler on your team, I'm, I'm looking at maybe, yeah. I'm yeah, looking Ryan. at other running bats on, on the waiver wire, maybe even Justin Jackson. Oh, you're on a, This will be your bye week, though. Yeah. Doesn't mean you're still not going to want Justin Jackson for the week after. Bitch. Um, so I'd say that's one thing. Also, I saw, um, I believe Philip Lindsay landed on the COVID. So now you have all three of Miami's running bats on the COVID list. Uh, Philip Lindsay, Miles Gaston, Salvin Ahmad. Um, so that could be Duke Johnson. Duke Johnson could end up being the lead back there. I don't know if you Duke want any part of that. Johnson. It's been years oh, since I've heard that. Oh my name. God. Yeah. I don't know if you want any piece of that, but just I don't think he's ever of. had. I don't think he's ever had over a hundred rushes in one single season. <laughs> like that's that's who this man is, and he's the bell yeah. cow for the Dolphins. Yeah, he's on their practice squad right now, so that just kind of tells you how deep they they have to go. Is there anyone out there they can sign? <clears throat> no, Adrian Peterson's already been signed by Seattle. Bell Bell's a free Le'Veon agent. Again, right? Le'Veon Bell. Oh. Do they really want to go down that route? They yeah, got to do something. Anybody? They can't just roll in with just Duke Johnson. They have to bring you, someone in. You know how funny it would be that they picked up Bell. He actually played well for a few weeks, and then we have someone just like last year trying to pick Bell up for the championship game. Listen, that's why I held on to my waiver priority. Certain <laughs> certain fantasy lead members can hate it as much as they want, but waiver priority matters. Especially when you don't need a defense. It's a good thing you don't have a, a dictator for a, a <laughs> league commissioner. Oh. No, just a special I a guest. Di- I have a dictator, all right. But because uh, someone, you know, I, I would think a dictator would be like, you have to make these moves and you have <laughs> nope. to do these things. But Well, you, you know, a certain person in our league is going to be like, no matter what, he's, he's going to bring it to the league meeting that. You have to have your lineup filled out no matter what every single week. And we're going to run into a vote and we're going to squash that. I would vote for it. Not going to (laughs) lie. I don't think I would because I enjoy this facet of the game. (laughs) Yeah. I'd probably, I just, it's all strategy. I I would vote it down probably. All right. I think we're ready to get into the games, right? Um, Yeah. Almost. (laughs) And when he gets to the drop, now we're ready. That's how I felt go. after watching your guys' dynasty matchup this week. Absolutely how do you think awful. We feel we're the one in the yeah, dynasty we, matchup. We, we feel it too. Ooh, dude, even, so let's for the listeners. Even here, if I win, I can't brag about it. Like, right for the listeners here, Ryan, uh, Ryan, and me are playing in our first round of our dynasty playoffs. Um, I have a quarterback. I have Kyler Murray going tonight. Ryan is done. I need 25 points to beat Ryan and his score of a whopping 91. (laughs) Thank you, Zach Wilson. There's 91.8. There's a chance that neither one of us will score over a hundred points in this in a playoff game in In a a playoff playoff game. Yeah. With two quarterbacks. 
makes me really nervous to go against those two Titans that are at the top of this league. Yeah. In a two you, guys you guys are definitely playing the long game in Dynasty. Yeah. I don't know. Ron's team is super old. It's so yeah. old. I probably got the oldest team in Dynasty, according to Joe. Well, that's all right. I flipped my entire team over, so I may have the youngest now. Who knows? I don't even know what the age of my team is. You did pawn. You did pawn Big Ben off on me. I did. I gave you a thirty-nine-year-old. Yeah. If you would have started Big Ben this week, yeah. If I would have started Big Ben, I would have been golden. You would have been golden if you started Taysom Hill this week. There's a lot of ifs, ands, or buts that I could have done this week that would. And you got them all wrong. And I got them all. (laughs) I got Jalen Guyton right. All right. The the one thing right. I had so many opportunities to make the right choice. And I got them all wrong. Yeah. That's how I feel too. Like that's what this matchup was. The only way to benefit from that is when your opponent does it all wrong too. It's like when you fail a true false test and you're like, how? (laughs) 50-50. I was halfway there. I had a 50-50 chance of getting this correct, man. (laughs) Man. It's worse when you get every single one of them wrong on a 50-50. And you're like, oh man. I got a zero on a true false test. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of people who get a zero on true false test, Urban Meyer, does he just fucking hate James Robinson or what the hell's going on? And what yes, happened in that Jags and Titans game? Well, then did you see in the press conference where they mentioned, I forget, they mentioned like some defensive player and he, he's like, oh yeah, we're definitely working to get him more involved. I don't have my sheets in front of me, but you know, I think he did pretty good tonight. He played zero snaps. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he fumbles the ball. They they basically Urban Meyer puts him in timeout like he's a college kid still. And then his quarterback's bitching, where is my best player? I would like my best player out there. And he's like, Oh, fine. I guess we'll put him out there for a few more snaps. Like, how does Urban Meyer still have a job? Trevor Lawrence is basically begging for you to put weapons out there for him. And they the are you have. He won't have a job after this season. He'll be gone. I don't think he'll make it the rest of the season. I bet she gets it's, fired before we. There's eight. only four weeks left. I don't give a shit. They're right. going to make a point, I think. I think they'll cancel. No, he's there. He's I there. think if they were going to make a point, they would have made it. They would have <clears> made it before this time to see Ooh, if they could. Apology got... bet. Ron versus Joe. Urban Meyer. Does he get fired before the season is over? Does it have to be Urban Meyer? Yes. Yes. <laughs> what do you mean, does it have to be Urban yes, Meyer? Yes. What do you mean? Right. Uh, who else how, you about, pick? How, about, like, how about this? Because that is a very one-sided bet. How about you pick a coach? How is I'll take, no, no, pick any coach you want. Now listen. I don't think any coach not... is going to get fired this season. No. I think it's too Ever. late in the season. I think everybody. No, 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 not, not, not in season. You pick a coach who you're confident is going to get fired. I Urban will take Meyer. Urban. I will take Urban Meyer, and the one that gets fired yeah. first loses. What? I don't know. That's a stupid bet. What? That's yeah. That's dumb. That's not. That's not a good bet. Fine. I'll I think Ur- a good bet I'll, was. I'll, you... I'll take the Urban Meyer bet then. Okay. So wait, is go. it he I'll gets fired? Wait, 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 wait. Time out. So you'll take that Urban Meyer gets fired in season. In season. Yes. So before the end of week eighteen. Yeah. So as soon as his game's over, week eighteen, if he gets fired the next day, that's off season. No, yes. no, 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 no. No, you would, yeah. you would, you'd have to go until what? Black Monday. If he gets fired Sunday, it still counts. 
I have until midnight of that Sunday because they could fire him after the game. Yeah, after his season's over. Yeah, once the last game happens. That's... I'll even give you, if they fire him, if they do something wild and fire him (laughs) halftime of week 18, that's still in season. Yeah, that's still in season. But once that fourth fourth quarter hits zero, season's over. Once it's all zeros, that season's over for him. Fine. For for the viewers and for the heckling fandom, I'll take that bet. I'll start writing it up now. There it is. There it is. We we have an apology bet. Anyway, we have a game to talk about. So uh, the the uh, breaking absolute, breaking news. Yeah, Urban, that's what I was Urban just going to say. Just <laughs> I was going to say the absolute worst thing for me right now would be that to happen on air. <laughs> so anyway, do you guys have any confidence in James Robinson going forward into these fantasy playoffs? Urban Meyer just no. fucking hates the guy. Do you, can you even play him? I, I you have to you play have him too. Yeah. You don't you like have to it. Play him. You don't like it. You feel sick. Have a bucket next to you, just in case. He had six carries. Oh, I'm going to have a bucket if I play him. Um, Six fucking carries. If it was a competent coach, I would say yes. He's seen that having him on the field is better than not having him on the field. I'm so banking on that incompetence. I just don't like. I don't even understand why would you go draft a running back in the first round after the season that James Robinson had? I don't know what James did to him. Like I don't know if he knocked ice cream out of his hand or popped a balloon. I don't know what he did. But walked Urban up to his Meyer, kid's birthday party and just started yeah. smashing the cake. Uh, yeah, like uh, all I, I know is this: they need to fire him before he convinces the GM to trade him. That's that's all you need to do because he's going to be in that GM's chair and be like, listen. Trading for a seventh round pick. We don't need this guy. And he's an immensely talented player, which should be on that roster because you have no effing talent on that roster. Well, they, they did tra- draft Travis Etienne. Travis Etienne will be back next year. I think his I don't even think his injury was a lower body injury, right? Wasn't it a upper body injury that he got knocked out with? I don't even remember, dude. It was so long ago. <laughs> I want to feel like it was an upper body. I know it wasn't like an ACL or an Achilles or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's okay. He he dropped out for now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but other players in this game do that we were talking about. I'm just going to drape right over that because that's offseason talk. Treadwell in this game, uh, 68 yards, four out of six. Do you have any confidence in playing Treadwell going forward? He seems to be picking up uh, some pace in this part of the year. Yeah, he's done that before, and then all of a sudden it was someone else again. I just – I don't trust anything on this Jaguars offense right now, hence why I didn't start Marvin Jones. Mm-hmm. even though I probably should have. <clears throat> but uh, the only person I would even slightly trust to play is James Robinson. That's, and that's, the, real, that's the only pieces you really can play. real, real thin margin. Oh, my God. Lawrence threw four, tu- four interceptions in this game, and he only has thrown one touchdown in the last six weeks. Just yeah. so disappointing, man. And I think it's all on his head coach. Like, I think he's going to have so much of a better season next year. On the other side of this ball, though, too, dude, um, Julio Jones returned for the Titans, and he went four for 33. Uh, Can you play him as a wide receiver three going forward into the fantasy playoffs, or is he someone you're looking to bench and evaluate for another week? I think you can play him as a wide receiver three. 
He only was on the field for 40 something percent of snaps, mm-hmm. but was targeted. And I can't remember the exact number, but I'm pretty sure it was over 80% of his routes that he ran. He was targeted. Okay. And as and... long as AJ Brown is out, he is going to be the alpha and they need him. He True. was actually targeted more than any other receiver on the team. Yeah. In his first game back. Note to self, play Julio Jones against Ron in the playoffs. <laughs> um, okay, and our next player to talk about here is Foreman, who had 13 carries and had a few catches in this game. Do you guys like Foreman going forward? Yeah. I mean, this team wants yeah. to run the ball, and they've chosen Dante Foreman as their guy. So I'm with it. <clears throat> Plus, if they can get the passing game going better with Julio Jones and when A.J. Brown comes back, Dante Foreman will be facing less stacked boxes and he'll start playing a little bit better also. Okay. You guys have any other thoughts on this game or are we uh, ready to move on? Because I think we spent enough time on the Jaguars. Move it on. All right. Let's talk about uh, one decent team and one shitty team. We'll go over to the Jets and Saints because I like to get this out of the way really quick every single week because it's nothing but heartbreak city for me. Hill in this game, as I predicted (laughs) – Helped aid his running game. He went 50 for 21 for passes, had 11 carries for 73 yards and two touchdowns on the ground. And Alvin Kamara, Camario, is back with 22 carries and 120 yards. So statistically, they almost ran for 200 yards combined, as I predicted for this game, because I know my team's got a shitty defense. And if you have a match up in your lineups against the Jets, play those players because they are going to perform every damn week because there is no pieces on that defense. Vic Vanette also played pretty well for a tight end. Three catches for 44. So, again, if you play the Jets, play the tight end against them because they can't cover tight ends. Um, And I wouldn't play any Jets until Michael Carter's back, honestly. Elijah Moore's uh, on the IR, not going to play for the next three weeks. And there's discussion about Michael Carter coming back this week. And he is really, I believe, the only viable piece in this offense that I would even potentially trust going forward. And that was only as a flex player. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Any thoughts on this game, guys? Are you guys ready to move on to the next one? Some idiot I know started Zach Wilson in in Dynasty, and it was a terrible choice. (laughs) I don't think he had much choice to start Zach Wilson, though. I didn't. And I'll give you a hint, guys. It wasn't the Jets fan. It wasn't the Jets fan. And it also wasn't the person that drafted him in Dynasty. (laughs) It's the person he traded him to. All right, you guys pushed me. It was me. (laughs) (laughs) You got me. Singled me out. All right. Let's talk about a much more exciting fantasy relevant game, guys. What happened during that Bills and Bucks game? A lot. We'll lay it down for us In, there. Unless you're the Bills running backs and then nothing. Absolutely True. nothing. The Bills running True. backs are full set for the rest of the season for me, I think. You can't start them. You can't trust them. Like, don't even roster them. They're a waste of Pretty space close. on your bench. Pretty close to that. I agree. Speaking of running backs, is uh, Leonard Fournette in discussion for uh, Fantasy League MVP considering how well he's played this year? And where you drafted him? Uh, he's definitely... Where you drafted him, he's definitely oh, okay. up there. Like, if you're going by that, yeah. then he's definitely Price steal of the season. That. Yeah, I'd say it's him or Debo. He went for he went for a dollar in our auction league, and then Debo went for two dollars in our auction league, and they're both on my team. 
And I mean, and in snake formats, dude, people were drafting Ronald Jones before him. So yep. what's that telling you? I mean, he really was a steal because you, when you made that draft pick, if you had to make that draft pick, you were vomiting in a bucket at the time. And boy, has it paid off for you. Yeah, he's yeah. is he still top five fantasy running back? Who for now? Yeah, he's got to be still. I mean, he had another big week, 19 carries, 113 yards, and a touchdown this week. He's been highly uh, consistent. He's got to be top five. According to our sleeper app on our uh, in our league, he is the number four running back. Dude, that is impressive yeah. as hell compared to, compared to when he was picked. Considering just incredible. Uh, considering other players that have been picked pretty low for uh, the last few seasons that are very underappreciated. Tom Brady, too. Another fantastic game here uh what's your guys' thoughts on him going forward i mean 31 to 46 363 yards and two tds uh yeah i guess he's tom brady doing tom brady things like always um so elaborate a little bit more no way it happened i have the best running back matchups in week 16 tell us what you got yeah tell us what you got well uh well you know, uh, Ryan tells us about his lost love, Tom Brady. No, he, he left me. There's still some. I'm going. I'm going to counseling once to twice a week, working through <laughs> it. Um, but pretty, pretty nice end of the season for him too. He's got the Saints, the Panthers, the Jets, and then then the Panthers again. But that one doesn't matter. But got the Saints and Carolina coming up for 15 and 16, and then the Jets for Week 17, probably championship game. <laughs> you you that's that. true that's crazy ryan you uh, have tom brady in our league don't you in winner winner uh yeah he has brady no didn't you trade brady no i traded brady you traded brady Dak prescott then? dad has been dad has been killing me i don't know what, what is we'll get to that later but dude we'll get to that later <laughs> get it together guy yeah, and uh, in this game, too, Godwin and Mike Evans both had a similar uh, outlook to what they had last week. Godwin, 10 receptions, 105 yards. Mike Evans, 6 for 91 and a touchdown. It, it, it feels like a similar outlook for these guys the last few weeks. Is this the outlook that they're going to have going into playoffs? I'm just waiting on Antonio Brown to see if they plan on bringing him back when his suspension's up because that's going to be huge for the value of I mean, I think they're both very viable, even with Antonio Brown there. But he he's sitting on my bench. I'm I, I am more than happy to be patient with wide receivers because Brandon Ayuk sat on my bench for eleven weeks, and boy, is that paying off now. <laughs> I need him too. Yeah, too uh, bad he didn't I'm get that touchdown the other day. Yeah, he, he got one this week. Oh, that's right. He I'm did. They on... did end up giving it to him. He did. He did get. I'm still sitting on Antonio over there. I'm sitting on Antonio Brown in another lead as well. Just trying, hoping. I've got him in but, Dynasty, just chilling on my bench. I got him in winner, next winner. Week, week 15's his last week of suspension, I think. <laughs> and then they'll cut him. <laughs> no, yeah, they won't like, cut him. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, Tom, Brady loves, Tom Brady loves Antonio Brown, though. So, like, yeah. if Brady has any say in it, I think he's that. Yeah, uh, also Gronk in this game, 5 for 62. So he's going to have better weeks, too. And uh, Perriman getting that touchdown, I think you can just ignore that. That's not going to be a regular thing. I will not be picking up Rashad Perriman yeah, in no. any leagues. Uh, Suwick finally got to us with that comment, too. So 
His amazing matchups for the week are Cordell Patterson plays Detroit, and I am starting James Robinson that week because Edmonds will be back and Henderson will so starting James Robinson. Well, Sua, that's great. Robinson's probably got a really good matchup, but Urban Meyer actually has to fucking play him for him to be productive. But he's still grounded and got his cell phone taken away, so we'll see if he actually puts him on the field. Dirty little asshole. Dirty little asshole. Urban Meyer is a dirty little asshole. Yeah. Not uh, just at bars either. Oh, James Robinson does not. Week 17 is against the Patriots. That's still going to play. You don't want any of that. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a great matchup. All right. So, what happened on the Bills side of the ball? Oh, week 16, he said. Um. So. Oh, the Jets. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> that's much better. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. We're on uh, the, Bills. the Bills. What happened to the Bills? Bills had a solid game. Josh Allen finally, like, not finally, but had a very strong game. 300 yards passing, another 100 on the ground. Um, Stefan Dids, typical. Uh, Dawson Knotts finally bounced back, got really involved with seven receptions for 60 yards. Stefan Dids probably should have had another touchdown, but uh, a pass interference call went uncalled. So I don't know. Oh, they would have just ran it in anyway. But Sua? None of that by 90. Uh, cup can't go off, Connor can't get 20. So, neither one of those. Uh, I will give you the cards D, they can do whatever they want. Same with Matt Prater. Uh, if Kyler could just go ahead and get all of those points for you, (laughs) maybe Kyler can just get 70, you know, (laughs) break a fantasy football record. Mm -hmm. That's fine with me, not unheard of. It'll make my it'll make my score look way more respectable for one. Um, I don't even care about the Bills anymore. But but Cup and Connor is a no go. They can't. Uh, I don't know if you heard. <laughs> I need them to shut up. But they'll probably what be good. Vark, so. What is Vark Tech? I don't know. That's I why it's lost over it. It's a bot. Uh, We're moving on. All right, 49ers and Bengals. So, as I stated earlier in this game, Jimmy G looked pretty good, like a QB2. 27-41, 296. Wilson carried the rock for them, 13 carries for 86 yards. Debo also ran the ball. I'm just starting to believe he's a running back. 37-1 catch for 22, and Kittle was a beast, 13 for 155 and a touchdown. Boys, is he a top-two tight end going forward and forever? Well, not forever. Forever. <laughs> but yes, going forward. Yeah, he's, and probably he's for the next, form. Probably for the next year or two at least. Um, but definitely not forever. He's back. Ayuk uh, also, six for 62 and a touchdown. I'm pretty happy with this. Is he a true wide receiver too? And does he have viability to help win you your championship? I missed who you mentioned. Brandon Ayuk. Uh, I would say more wide receiver three, not wide receiver two, but I could go three. All right, he's a hard he's a hard three, a soft two. <laughs> he's soft two and two. All right, so Burrow in this game too, twenty five and thirty four, three hundred and forty eight, two touchdowns. Mixon seventy eight, 
And 38 yards on two catches. <laughs> Mixon, that's a soft two. <laughs> that is a soft two. Uh, and then Higgins and Jamar Chase both had interesting games. Higgins continues to be very hot off five receptions of 114, but Jamar Chase had five for 77 and two touchdowns. What's with these weird up and down weeks for Jamar Chase? Uh, there's another guy called T Higgins. Yeah. Capping his upside. And then you got, you got Uzuma there too. That can always steal, steal some, uh, red zone that, stuff. That and Tyler board. This offense has too many weapons. Uh, the weeks where you saw chase have his explosion games, Higgins really wasn't there and he, or he just came back from injury and wasn't playing top notch yet. So he was like the only perimeter guy. Now they've got him and Higgins, both healthy, both playing perimeter roles. You got Tyler Boyd and uh, Uzama tearing up the middle of the field. You can't leave either one of those guys alone either. So it's totally capping Chase's upside. Yeah, I believe I believe that. And uh, he heard what all the reporters were saying about him that he – was underperforming. He's like, well, fuck that. I'm done with that. I am taking over first role on this team, and Chase can have his year next year. All right. Let's talk about Cam Newton and the Panthers and Falcons. Matt Ryan sucks for fantasy. Russell Gage stayed involved. Four for four, four for 64. Kyle Pitts got back on track with five for 61, and Matt Patterson, again, seemed to be the centerpiece, but was ineffective in this game. What do you guys don't, think of Falcons offense? First off, don't say Kyle Pitts got back on track. Kyle Pitts has never been on track. Excuse me, he's still a top True. eight tight end this year. They're all horrible, so he's back it's on track a, according to the position. It's a tight end being top eight oh is like being negative thirty seven. Yeah, once you get down that low, it doesn't. <laughs> he's finished above top ten twice, three times. All season. Yeah. I mean, he has those two 20-point games, which one was versus the Jets. So, like, give me a yeah, break. Yeah, you could throw that one and, out. Well, compared so, to what he's played the rest of the season, I consider it back on track. I think it's right around his y- average. Your math is flawed. We already knew that. <laughs> <laughs> is he fr- oh, he was just very still. I thought he was frozen for a minute. No, I was listening to you intently insult my uh my. Math where's the Where's the Joe Math one? I thought we were supposed to be getting a Joe Math button. I'll work on it. If If you want a Joe Math one, you make the damn drop then. <laughs> no. Anyway, Joe, you Joe, you make Joe, your own drop. That is part you. of your punishment: is you have to make the Joe Math drop. I will make the Joe Math drop if Urban Meyer doesn't get fired in season. Hot, Even hot. better for my apology, man. I guess. <laughs> You're going to just talk about how awesome I am, and then you're going to be making your own drop. I love it. Anyway, what do we think about the Falcons offense going forward for fantasy football? Uh, uh, Matt Ryan's a no-go. Cordero mm-hmm. Patterson is about the only person you could feel confident in. I'd give Gage a go, a go if I'm in a pickle. Okay, and do we like uh, Robbie Anderson for the Panthers going forward? He finally no. had a game. No. No, nope. I don't trust it. Oasis in the desert moving on from him. Yep. Yep. And Swear. DJ Moore is a confident start going forward, no matter who plays quarterback. Uh, <laughs> Semi confident. I mean, <laughs> you'll throw he him in there as your wide receiver three. 
Yeah. Um, and how do we feel about that Panthers running game? I don't. Startable? Like no, they really especially miss Cam Calvin Newton. Calvin. One at a time, boys. One at a time. I feel like they're really missing Christian McCaffrey. I, I think that's obvious. Yes. Brian, what were you saying? No, as long as Cam Newton's there, it kind of negates any value for any running back. I mean, stole another red zone touchdown on the so, running back. So. so you guys aren't willing to play Chuba Hubbard in the flex in the playoffs? No. No. Probably um, not. Uh, probably not. Maybe. Their next two weeks are at Buffalo and uh, against Tampa Bay. So no. not the best matchups. No. All right. And Ron. he had against Atlanta, which is probably one of the better matchups, and he only finishes the running back 25. So, uh, All right, Ron. Giants and Chargers, the floor is yours. The Giants <laughs> suck. Chargers are better. All right. They get out of your impression and give us a fantasy relevance. Uh, Jalen Guyton is definitely a must start as long as Keenan Allen or Mike Williams is missing time. Uh, goes right back to the bench if they are both active. Agreed. Uh, Jared Cook has been catching a lot of touchdowns as of late. Uh, good streaming option if you are in a pickle and you need someone to catch a touchdown. Uh, Austin Eckler is out most likely this upcoming week, I would assume. Uh, they used roughly, I think they used about 37 rolls of tape when they were taping up his ankle. I don't know if either one of you guys seen that, but they just kept going. Doesn't seem like it's a good thing. So I would assume he's out at least this upcoming week. Yeah. Uh, Justin Jackson got the bulk of the wood. Wood? work you you like wood don't you derrick henry is not supposed Ooh. to end up playing until week 18 at the earliest i think at the so earliest. no in the playoffs. So. yeah so no he won't play for the fantasy season this is a question for ryan will henry play you think that's what we just answered no no i'm, I'm letting him answer now no no they're saving him week 18 earliest possibly then if not that then maybe playoffs if they make it and yes, yeah, you could pick up Justin Jackson, but yeah, I if you have Eckler, he's a solid handcuff. Yeah, I believe the other running backs in that backfield just don't know how to play football. I think that's probably your best pickup. I'm sure they know how. They just not, no, not very you, good are you at sure it. Sure about it? Have you seen them run the ball? <laughs> I don't see any NFL players like. I don't see any NFL players on the field like. Wait, what? <laughs> Except Cam Newton, what? who can't read a playbook. What do I do with this? <laughs> here ask Taysom Hill when JJ sent us that video of him throwing it basically backwards on the on the <laughs> like so I many quarterbacks so many quarterbacks have done that like he has a bad finger give him a break that's a good point and Ron is everyone in the Giants wide receiving core unplayable when Kyle Rudolph leads the team with two receptions and 66 yards and one of those came off of one reset like 60 of those 66 yards came off of one play yeah. Where he looked. I don't that was that was an interesting catch and run. <laughs> so like, what do you feel about Barkley though? I feel like he's been playing well, and if he could get a right? decent offensive line behind him, he'd probably be fine. And My it, only problem with him is run straight. 
He'll like get up to the line and then they'll stand there, bounce back and forth for 30 minutes and then decide to run. It's like, just go. Devontae Booker gets in there. He gets the ball and just runs straight and seems to pick up more yards than Saquon Barkley. Are we going to see any big, uh, big games from him in the fantasy playoffs? I think you're going to see just sort of like the games you're already getting from him, which are just like he's had good games. Like this week he was the running back 10 so far on the week. Last week, 21, you know, week 12 wasn't as good. Week 11, he was running back 22. He's he, If you have him as a running back two, then he's fine. France? Robert Renaud, hey. welcome to Garbage Time Fantasy Football. We have an international star here, I oh guess. Oh, my goodness. He's a Rams fan, and he actually wants to talk to us. What the hell is wrong with you, Robert? You you want to join the Heckling fandom, feel free to like the video and join the subscribers below. I mean, for some reason, Sua seems to join us every week. So we'd love to have another one on here. And if you have any fantasy football questions, feel free to uh, ask him here. We'd love and, to hear him. And why not go Rams? Well, because... I need them to not play very good today <laughs> for my fantasy football life. Okay. That's why not go Rams today. Yeah. Listen, uh, if, if, if Ron wins, we are going to have someone drop out of our lead. Like, <laughs> it is <a> possibility. Like, <laughs> it's, <laughs> he's not happy already. He is oh, not. I just want to point out that you guys are all like, someone with a six and eight record is going to make the team with your crazy playoff format. It's going to happen regardless. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah, potentially. Oh, man. And um, right. I was thinking about that like a couple weeks ago. I'm like, there's, it's most likely going to happen anyways, where a six and eight team is going to make the playoffs. Like craziness. Y'all are doesn't crazy. make it right. All right. Chiefs and Rangers, guys. Give us a lay down of this game. Uh, the that Chiefs shot. defense, though. Fucking great. Right? That Chiefs defense has been playing outstanding the past <laughs> couple weeks. And, like, if you're the – was it the Raiders that stood on the Chiefs logo in, at midfield? They did, and that was an absolute disaster after that. Uh, last that. year, last year they don't. after they beat the Chiefs in their stadium, they, like, drove around the stadium in their bus, too. Don't do that. There's some, so there's, there's a rivalry starting to brew there. So the Chiefs, the Chiefs don't need added motivation to destroy you. So the no, Chiefs were like, not. so when the Chiefs demolished them, they played wheels on the bus go round and round as the Raiders were leaving the field over the PA system. <laughs> I think the only one that didn't step on to that logo must have been Hunter Renfro because that man showed up to ball 13 for 117. <laughs> he just seems to be yeah, he- unstoppable for the Raiders. He, a good comparison I heard for him today is uh, a young Wes Welker who just is shifty and gets a shitload of possessions, man. He's just a PPR machine. However, you yeah, have to be careful. My bench. You have to be careful with Hunter Renfro because when Daler and Waller comes back, Renfro's yep. numbers suffer because they both play not the same position, but they both work in the same part of the field, and that's the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. So yep. when Darren Waller comes back, Renfro is not as dominant as he has been. And oh. I think we can all agree that Foster Moreau is not a, a solid substitute when Waller is out. Sure. That is not a plug and play. So don't do it or it's going to be sad. 
Yeah, no, we kind of are done with the Fossum Moreau experiment, I think. Uh, I believed in it, and it is over. Uh, guys, what happened with this Chiefs backfield, though? It, it felt like six or seven guys were getting involved in that backfield. I think they got such a big lead that they um, just started putting some of their other guys in. Uh, I know well, Gore had, like, a monster run. So, like, yeah, his 66 yards, I think over half of that came off of one carry. And Edwards Alaire. 10 of 37 and two touchdowns. I mean, not great rushing numbers, but he got the two touchdowns. They're obviously yeah, putting him in the red zone. Got the points. He yeah. did. And they were putting Williams in there also quite a bit, and that worries me. Yeah. It, really, the, it definitely caps uh, CEH's upside. Yeah, they're liking – they seem to be liking to use him in the uh, passing game too. I mean, he got a passing touchdown. The wide receivers were spread around this game too. Hill got his four for 76 and a touchdown. Hardman got two for 59, and Josh Gordon finally got his first touchdown. So, you know. No touchdown for Hill. No, nah, no touchdown for Hill. Or Kelsey, right? No, I think Hill got a touchdown. Nope. I, you sure? I'm looking at the bot score right now. And it says he didn't? I swear to God he got Nope. Gore got one. Edwards Allaire Edwards got two. Williams got one. Gordon, Josh Gordon got one. Josh Gordon. He did. Yeah. What a story. Look at me talking on my ass here trying to give Tyreek a touchdown. Whew. Yeah, I, I I, mean, I've always, I don't want to say felt for Josh Gordon because you're doing your own stupid shit, getting yourself suspended. But I think, you know, using marijuana is not a great reason to be suspended. <laughs> but at the same like point, seasons. but at the same time, after you got suspended the first time, maybe realize probably gonna happen again if you keep doing your 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 fun time things it's all right man don't be mad he's taking the ricky williams approach to life okay it's a it's a good approach no i'm fine with it overall but like it's either if it to me if it was either smoke some pot make millions of dollars one of those is going to trump the other one every time (laughs) okay Let's move on because there's still one, two, three, four, six games we still got to go over. So let's do a little bit quicker. We got plenty of time. Oh, there's Monday Night Football to watch. I'm All right. Seahawks and Texans, guys. Rashad Penny. Absolutely fantastic game. And as we stated earlier, 16 for 137, two touchdowns. He just seemed to get the rock because it was a good matchup for him. And the right side of Tyler Lockett showed mm-hmm. up in this game, five for 142 and a touchdown. Can you so bench him? Lockett, for, bench yeah, him for the rest week. of the season because there's not going to be another boom. Yeah, um, he's real close to his uh, career high at this point of the season too, which is incredible considering how many duds he's had this season too. He just doesn't this feel is like Tyler this Lockett every year though. Yeah, but he's been yeah. good since Russell Wilson's been back, consistent the last few weeks. Yeah. So can well, he do it for three more weeks? No, he won't. Um, you willing to play him? No. Not no. every week. I mean, you. Well, let me rephrase. You have to play him because <laughs> if he say. has, if he has this week and he's sitting on your bench. But there's a reason I went into this year, and I said I will not be taking Tyler Lockett anywhere. <laughs> I don't care if he falls to the twelfth round. I would not take Tyler Lockett because I had him on my teams last year, and I had to suffer through this. And I every time you guess that, like through it again. It, Every time you guess that it's going to be a high week, it's not. And right. then when you bench him, it's a high week. It's like right. it's like manager hell. 
I would agree with that. Um, on the other side of the ball to uh, General Mills, 33 of 49 for 336 yards in a touchdown, which is why the Texans said they're potentially willing to start him next year, which I think will be a mistake, but we will see. Brandon Cooks, you got to respect the man. He produces even on a shitty team, 8 for 101. Uh, he yeah. took advantage of his matchup against the shaky Seahawks secondary. Nico Collins came out in this game a little bit too, five for 69. He's an interesting dynasty prospect, I think, going forward. And Freeman is an interesting piece for this Texans backfield, 11 for 15. And he also got 56 yards catching out of the backfield. Do you guys potentially like Freeman going forward? Nope, just cuts. Just cooks. All right, moving on. What happened in the Ravens and Browns games, boys, besides Lamar Jackson's injury? Lamar Jackson got injured. The Browns almost and lost to this team with Tyler Huntley throwing the ball. Yeah. The Bears did so, lose to this team with Tyler Huntley throwing the ball. <laughs> all right, but I'm just saying, like, the the thought of the Browns still being a playoff contender kind of seems like it's fle- fleeting away. Yeah. Although you did have Peoples Jones went off five receptions for ninety yards. Um, that is he's, going off in, on the Cleveland Browns offense, by the way. He qualified. is. I I look at him in the same light I look at uh, Tyler Lockett. Agreed. You said you said fleeting Browns, but I feel like they're going to go to the playoffs, dude. They just seem to have the formula to skate by. They're seven and five now, and I think they're in pretty good position. I I, I don't see this team as fleeting. They're going to make the playoffs. Let me see who the rest of their opponents are before I say my next statement. If you'd like to make this another apology, bet I'll take this one. They got the Raiders, the Packers. They could lose the three out of their Bengals. next four games. Yeah, that's definitely possible. I'd say they make the playoffs. Right, but uh, I said playoff contenders. You said they're fleeting, though. Right, as playoff yeah, if they were fleeting, If they were fleeting, that means they're going to miss the playoffs in your book. As contenders in the playoffs. Like, going into the season, people thought these guys were going to be in the playoffs, definitely. Easily running away with this division. And going to make waves in the playoffs and possibly push for a Super Bowl. Like, that's what they were looked at coming into the season. If they make the playoffs, they will probably lose first round of the playoffs. There's potential. Anyone can lose I first see. round of the playoffs, though, because no team is really dominant this year. But speaking of players making waves on the other side of this game, Mark Andrews broke out for 11 receptions and 115 and a touchdown. And the more interesting piece in this game, Rashad Bateman went for 7 and 103 yards going forward. What is the evaluation for these two players going forward for the fantasy playoffs? I mean, Mark Andrews is a no-brainer, but I do like mm-hmm. Rashad Bateman as well. Yeah, I, I do think you still get the low games from Rashad Bateman too, but I mean, he's definitely a good – he's definitely proved that he's a good NFL wide receiver. My God tells it's me that like, this was his kind of one of those uh, – bamboo traps that is out in the middle of the jungle and you're going to play him and he's going to trap you because I think it's kind of symptomatic of him playing with a quarterback that he probably played with a lot in the offseason. The backup quarterback that he's got a comfortable familiarity with because I think there's a lot of weapons on that Ravens offense that Lamar Jackson would rather throw to. And we saw that the previous weeks 
even one of them being Sammy Watkins, which is unfortunate. So I don't know if Rashad Bateman will have these games the last yeah. few weeks. And I've, I've I think he's going to be stance. a trap. I think he's going to be a trap for fantasy owners going forward. And I think a lot of people will play him in the flex. Yeah, I changed my stance. I'm not with Rashad Bateman. <laughs> I changed his mind. <laughs> I was on the wagon for 1.5 seconds, and then I jumped off. <laughs> Ryan's like, like uh, that seems like a decent argument there. He's like, shit, he might be. That's, that's a good argument. He really did good there. I didn't, I didn't want to be there anymore. <laughs> you still believing in Bateman, Ron? I'm uh, I'm like hanging off the back of the, the wagon. But like one more bump and I'm like going to fall off. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, I'm drag, I might even be like one arming it at this point, but. I All mean, right, and, uh, they got they got Green Bay coming up, which is going to be tough. But then they got Cincinnati, who they put up I think forty points on, right? Yeah. My, no, the no the Browns did not the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Yes, yeah, stupid. Um, <laughs> so dumb. Uh, we have so any confidence dumb. in Jarvis Landry or Donovan Peoples Jones? I mean, I have Landry's no confidence no. in any wide receiver for the Browns. Landry's done something the last few weeks. I think he might be a potential flex play. Donovan Peoples Jones is an outlier. I'm not. I don't have any confidence in him. And Hooper caught a touchdown, but I wouldn't play him after this week. I think the only one that is potentially a flex is Jarvis Landry, and that's more of an emergency flex. Yes. I can't believe Cleveland had to play Baltimore, go on their bye week, and then play Baltimore again. And a much different result the second time. What kind of scheduling is that? <laughs> yeah, some, someone fell asleep at the wheel there. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's cover the Thursday night game really, really quick because uh, really it is a long time since then. Big Ben looked pretty good in that game. I don't know. He's going to look the rest of the season. The Vikings just have – a shady secondary that likes to give up a lot of yards late in games and potentially lose them games. Uh, three was it 308, I believe. Uh, Harris had a good game too. Claypool and Johnson also looked pretty solid, like they had the last few weeks. That's kind of been the mantra for the Steelers. Dalvin Cook looked like a freaking beast 27 rushes for two touchdowns, and I believe it was 205 yards. Like, my God, it just was a fantastic game for him. He should get hurt more often if that's what he's going to do for a three- or four-week period. Most uh, of those rushes and yards and all that were in the first half. I don't care what happens and if he produces no, no, no. the well, dude, so I'm, let I'm it just, I'm just saying, like. It's insane. Did yeah. they, like, not run him anymore, or did they just stack the box? Oh, they. You know <laughs> what I mean? Because he had something like 140 yards and two touchdowns before the half. So he only got 50-something yards in the second half and no touchdowns? Like, Yeah, but they were kind of taking their foot off the gas at that point when they were up by 29 points. So I could kind of see why he only had 50 also, points after that. Also, uh, apparently with Thielen out, the plan is to just throw the ball to Jefferson all of the time. He yeah, had something like 18 targets. KJ Osborne had a lot too, man. Nine targets. He only caught three of them, but that didn't matter. 83 yards and a touchdown. I'll yeah. take that any day. Yeah, yep. so Justin Jefferson solid... with 15. Yeah, oh, was it 15? So Justin Jefferson yep. almost doubled his targets. <laughs> yeah. Like half of all of Kirk, basically half of Kirk Cousins' attempts were thrown to Justin Jefferson. Yeah. And I'm okay with it as a Justin Jefferson owner. What's the outlook for KJ Osborne going forward? 
if Thielen's uh, out another week. If Thielen's two. out, he's a flex option every week. Right. Because they're going to be putting yeah. all the coverage on Jefferson. Yeah, it's all on Thielen, what, what his injury status is. Yep. All right. Cowboys and Washington. So, Ryan, he's your boy, so – at least this year, he's your boy. So what happened with Prescott? This was a defensive struggle that was awful for fantasy football. Yeah, I don't know. This is two bat-to-bat pedestrian outings from uh, Dad Prescott. Uh, the the word is there. Um, 22, <laughs> 22 completions off of 39 attempts. Um, those two interceptions don't help. But the word is there. They just got to bounce, bounce back into it. Um tough second half for the Cowboys um the Washington football team almost bounced back and got them so yeah I don't know just have to wait and see but you still start that if you have it he plays the Giants coming up so he'll be all right oh yeah he'll be fine yeah I don't think it's this week but Washington just shut the whole offense down I mean Amari Cooper got a touchdown but just the whole wide receiving core didn't play well. The running game wasn't working. It was, was this just synonymous of this being just a nasty game and we should ignore <laughs> everything that happened this week? Or is there something to actually worry about here? My biggest complaint is like, what the frick, Washington? Antonio Gibson's finally coming on. And like, I mean, Dallas does have a good defense and they did it down early. So they had to abandon the run a bit there. But it was disappointing to try to see Antonio Gibson return back to earth. He was on a roll for a bit there. Uh, but only got 10 carries, 36 yards, absolute, uh, only two receptions for five yards. But again, wasn't. they fell down by quite a bit there. Exactly. And, and that's what they ended you. up. Yeah. So as long as they're in positive game scripts, <clears throat> uh, Antonio Gibson will be fine. Fucking shit. Yeah. Who, who did well, they play? <laughs> um, what did you just see that pissed you off? Kyler Murray threw an interception. Oh no! Anyway, uh, so. Washington has the Eagles coming up, then Dallas again. Wow! So they just played Dallas. Now they have Philly. Then they have Dallas, and then they have, and they have the Giants. Oh, then they have Philly. Yeah, the Giants. I mean, actually the last two of those of games season. are a nice script. I mean, the Philly games are pretty nice. That's crazy. Yeah, so keep keep an eye on that Dallas matchup as a uh, Antonio Gibson fantasy owner, because uh, you might not like it. This is something to keep in mind with fantasy football as of the last few seasons, too. The NFL seems to like to schedule these rivalry games now late into the season. So teams that have tough divisions and good defense typically like the uh, AFC North late <clears throat> in the season. It, it's something to consider when you're drafting these players early in the seasons. Because, um, I mean, if you were drafting someone like Jarvis Landry in this year's draft, you're not all that confident in him. Going forward, as Ron stated, so just keep that in mind with certain players and certain teams, like the NFC East or the AFC North. Trying to look at some of the defenses and see who has a really good schedule coming up. Same thing you like. Nothing that jumps out to me too much. Uh, The Buccaneers. Uh, City's not bad. Well... I like the Buccaneers, the Saints, Panthers, and Jets. That's probably the best one so far. That is nice. Any thoughts on any of the Washington players? 
Uh, no. Honestly, I think they're a full sit at this point. Unbelievable to say that. Even their star wide receiver? Yeah, he got injured too, I believe. I didn't hear anything on that. We'll, we'll have to update that at tomorrow's uh, waiver show. I, I thought I heard something. I could be wrong. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I don't know about that. All right, so Lions and Broncos. So St. Brown is an interesting player for the last few weeks here. He seems to be having a little bit of a mini breakout. Eight for 73, so coming alive by Lions standards. Uh, everyone else is trash on that Lions defense. I mean, on that Lions offense. And both the Broncos running backs are viable. Uh, any other thoughts on any players for these teams? Uh, keep an eye on DeAndre Swift and TJ Hawkinson. Their injuries might be coming back this week. Um, they're both definitely viable, if healthy. Uh, I mean, the Lions clearly struggle offensively anyway, but without those two guys, it was pretty stagnant just all around. Yeah. Okay, and with that, let's get to the last game. Uh, this Bears-Packers game was pretty wild. What happened, and besides Aaron Rodgers bitching about his foot, happened last night? The Bears in the second half. I don't know what happens to their defense when, like, I don't know what they're doing in the locker room during halftime, but they should stop. Because I think they just hand the, they, they just hand the ball come, back to Aaron Rodgers out, and just like, here, destroy us. They, they, come, they come out and just get destroyed. Like, <sighs> annoying. If you're a Bears fan, you got to like what you're seeing from Justin Fields. He was even That's good for true. fantasy football yesterday. Yeah. He His passing work looked pretty good. He's getting getting a lot of rushing work, and he's doing it with receivers that you weren't expecting to be the starters. I mean, Allen Robinson has been the biggest disappointment this year. Um, yeah. I mean, he's yeah. just absolutely awful where you drafted him this year. I mean, Mooney's looked Mooney pretty good, this week. but he was a bust this week, and Bird. Came out of nowhere, two for seventy six and a touchdown. Just he, he looks like a track star. But I don't. I don't think he's going to do anything week to week though. And then yeah. I mean, Rogers did what Rogers normally does: four touchdowns. Lazard got involved, six for seventy five and a touchdown. Adams ten catches for one hundred and twenty five, and Drones rushed the ball too. I. It's just a typical Packers offense, I think, in this game. And I think you can expect that the last few weeks from them. Do you guys have any other thoughts on any players in this game? Someone wasted $28 on Allen Robinson in our auction draft. Who would that be? You. Yeah, and who traded him away for Alvin Kamara? You. <laughs> to to so JJ. Yeah, so ultimately who won that? JJ I, just should stay not involved with any Bears players because it clouds his judgment. Yeah. Like he just... Yeah. Needs to not. Yeah, or else I, I'm going to draft all Bears players from now on and just take I'm, JJ's team. I'm taking Mooney nice and early next year so I can steal some yeah. off JJ's roster. You'll, you'll <laughs> probably get Dalvin Cook. Like, <laughs> 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 Poor JJ. We're putting him on blast. <laughs> all right, He's not Ron, even here to defend himself. I know. Where can you find this damn show? Everywhere. You can find us at uh, www.garbagetimeff.com. Make sure you go there and leave us voicemails or hate mails. Make sure you go over to Apple Podcasts. Follow us over there. Make sure you leave a review, preferably five stars. Uh, subscribe on our YouTube at Garbage Time Fantasy Football. Go over to our Instagram at Garbage Time Fantasy Football. Our Twitter at Garbage underscore Time FF. Uh, like I said, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, 
iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, and anywhere else that you get your podcasts. We're everywhere. Yeah, and Ryan, any MMA shows coming up? Uh, I don't know. I gotta <laughs> nail down Casey and his schedule. He's uh, the guy. The guy is killing me. So um, to to be seen there. I don't want to advertise any any more shows when Casey doesn't show up for them. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> My closing thought is: is Urban Urban Meyer, feel free to be unemployed at any point in the next three weeks. Okay. <laughs> All right, and that'll do it for our show. We're going to get out of here. Make sure you like this episode and subscribe and have a great day. Night, guys.